Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist podcast. I've got the opinions. And I have the opinions. Wait, who has the mic? Episode 2, not to be confused with the number 2, it's Roman numeral 2, so I I I I Captain? <laughs> <laughs> um, we're jumping right into this. Recap that we didn't even mention on our last episode, so season 2 is off to a fucking kicker. There was a Bellator event last week, and it was like kind of big. Whatever. What, ha- what happened? It was Bellator on Thursday, November 15th, which is so cool. You know I love fights that are like in, in during the week, and it was Chris Cyborg defending her featherweight title. She won. She defended it. What so ha- there wasn't much to talk about, but... <laughs> what happened with the rest of that card? We watched some of that, and then... We watched very little of it. There was, like, no one. Even, no. Yeah. yeah, there was no one on the card. All right, continuing to recap, we got UFC from uh, this past Saturday, October 17th. Jimmy Crute won via devastating KO. James Krause won uh, in a weird short gate. And Jillian Robertson won. <laughs> Wait, can I? Okay, when are we gonna talk about Shortgate? We're gonna talk about Shortgate right now. Okay. So James Krause had these black shorts on that were like rolled up and had a small slit on the side. And while he was fighting in the first round, it looked like he had actually cut them to be shorter. And no, it it didn't look like he even cut them. It looked like he used his teeth to rip it apart. It was so janky. So we're like, uh, what? <laughs> half of his name was missing. I'm like, babe. Where's his name? <laughs> yeah. So we're like, yo, this dude, if this dude gets shot on and the guy grabs his shorts, he's going to rip his shorts. He's definitely so splitting his I shorts. So I start thinking, what, what's going to happen? Do they have extra shorts by the side of the octagon? They must. So because we're in Fight Island, I was trying to find out if we could talk to the technical people over there. But, you know, they're, we're all separate and we're separate groups because of quarantine. So then we're just looking at the screen and then round two comes out and he comes out in brand new shorts. New shorts. <laughs> no one said anything. No one said anything. They went during commercial break. Uh, they went to commercial break in between rounds, so we couldn't see what happened. But it looked like he had brand new shorts on. It was super weird. But I was thinking he was just going to get in trouble with the UFC. Like, you can't go in with shorts like that. You're making the UFC look like half-assed. So, so I don't know if they made him change his shorts because he was definitely going to rip them or more. Rip them more. Or... If he changed his shorts because he looked so uncomfortable. We or just, we need to get to the it's bottom possible of this. that he had them super rolled up in a weird way at the beginning. That is false. They fixed them in between rounds, but we're going to get to the bottom of Shortgate. We will. Uh, Jessica Andrade sadly beat uh, my homegirl, Caitlin Chikugin. Uh Caitlin Chikugin looked really good. Uh, and so did Jessica, but Jessica hit her with a couple devastating body shots, actually. And Caitlin kind of folded holding Oof. her stomach because they were pretty brutal. Um, and then uh, in the main event, Brian Ortega beat Korean Zombie. More on that later. Before we move on, George doesn't know I have another recap that I almost forgot about, friends. I do not know. I promised you this information. Sneaky recap. And now I'm getting this sneaky recap in. Ding, ding. I did not do the best job this week of knowing how many paper towels George Peter had. 
The two notes that I took, though, I'd like to share with you. Mm -hmm. One time he had one paper towel in his pocket and one in his hand. And the only other time I specifically wanted to take note, he had three paper towels in one back pocket. WTF. Well, we were leaving the house and I took out a pair of fall pants, you see, that I haven't worn since last fall. And I had two paper towels on my desk. So I said, let me put them in my pocket. And <laughs> right. I had a paper not, towel. Not, any, not the garbage. Well, we were leaving the house. You got to leave the house with paper towel in your pocket. So then I found a paper <laughs> towel from 2019. So. so that's just a little taste of his excessive use. Actually, he's not even using it. His excessive, like, holding of paper towels or carrying. And throwing. <laughs> Since paper towels are expensive, especially now, we have to have a word from our sponsors. 2020 has been a stressful and scary year for everyone. I've been trying to plan a wedding with a lot of ups and downs and twists and turns. The only thing getting my handsome fiancé and I through this is knowing we'll be able to serve Bud Light Platinum Seltzer at our wedding. When you want to feel classy, enjoy a Bud Light Platinum Seltzer. Top five of the week. First top five of season three. Whoop whoop. Oh yeah. Let's go. Five rounder. All right. Number one, as we brought up uh in our recap, Brian Ortega beat the Korean zombie. Everyone, there is no beef anymore. We went into all the behind the beef, and it's all true and it's what it was, but the beef has been beefed. Brian Ortega is clearly the better fighter. He outclassed Korean Zombie the entire fight. There was no hope at all for Korean Zombie. And that's all good. And then at the end of the fight, when Brian Ortega was clearly announced as the winner, they both like shook hands and did kind of a weird bow down thingy too. But it was all very respectful. And that was really nice. What we need to mention is that I was not thinking Brian Ortega was going to do good. And neither did you. Mm -mm. Because Brian Ortega has long, beautiful, thick, gorgeous, shiny hair, maybe down the middle of his back. And Home Slice shaved it two days before the fight. We were concerned. Yeah, it was very 2007 Britney. That was exactly your comment. But he donated it to Locks of Love and won. Everyone wins. Sounds like, yeah, everyone wins this week. <laughs> except for a Korean Zombie. Korean Zombie looked good, and he looked like his old Korean Zombie self. He ate a lot of damage. Um, if you remember, he got knocked out in that crazy uh, fight with Yair Rodriguez via, like, spinning up elbow. Brian Ortega hit him with two spinning elbows during the fight, at least, it's kind of like, man, if, you, if you've been posterized with a spinning elbow, you better make sure you know how to defend that every which way, especially yeah, from Brian Ortega. Yeah, and they Ortega. said they were, that Brian was even practicing it in the back, like, when the UFC, when the camera oh, really? was on him. So it's like, it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Brian Ortega, honestly, he looked like he upgraded a lot from his last loss to Max Holloway, where, uh, and his first loss mm -hmm. uh, to the great and powerful Max Holloway. 
uh, Brian Ortega came out like the new wave of MMA fighters wrestling. Even though he didn't land any takedowns, he shot and he was really aggressive with it, which is not his normal uh, MO as a jiu-jitsu guy because he likes to play off his back a lot. And um, his striking was looking a lot more crisp. So, Yay, Brian. Yay, Brian. Number two in the top five, we're going to take a little uh, detour. We don't do this too often because, you know, usually when we bring up boxing, it's about heavyweight boxing. Uh, but there was an exciting lightweight championship fight this week um, between pound-for-pound great Vasily Lomachenko and our boy from uh, Sunset Park, Brooklyn, Teofimo Leap, uh, Lopez. Um, and Teofimo won. He uh, won via a pretty dominant decision. A lot of people thought it started getting closer towards the end of the fight. Um, but he came out and did what n- nobody else has really been able to do and control uh, Lomachenko's footwork and stuff. Um, so I don't know as much about boxing as I do about MMA. And boxing people are probably slamming the table, screaming at us right now. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, no one listens. I know. <laughs> But I watched the fight twice, and it was actually a very enjoyable, cool, clinical, surgical fight between two uh, great fighters, and I'm looking forward to the rematch. I already think that Lomachenko might be able to uh, download, I guess, what Lopez kind of brought and be able to pick him apart in a rematch. Uh, But this is the first seed and first mention of it on the Holding Hands During Fist podcast. Maybe we'll bring it up uh, during the ramp up to the rematch if they do it. Also noteworthy, Billy Dean won a bet. Finally, he generally doesn't. So Actually, I'm really happy. He won big bets on the yeah. first two. Of oh yeah, because he, he bet on Brian Ortega to win as well. So yay, Billy! Yeah. And also, I just want to say that Lomachenko was wearing Venom gear, and it was really, really cool. Still, sort of tacky boxing stuff. But it was like neon green and black and pretty clean. Yeah. So if this is what Venom is going to bring to the UFC, I think that's exciting. I think it's exciting. I think it's super cool, actually. And that... All right. Number three on the top five. We have to look forward to this weekend. Oh, my gosh. In the recap, I said I love fights during the week. But you know more than that. I love fights during the day. Number three, UFC 254 prelims this Saturday start at noon, everybody. Noon! Oh my gosh, you can have brunch and have your mimosas or your salmosas and your sangria and whatever shitty brunch food you want to eat, like waffles or something, and watch the UFC 254 prelims. Whoop, whoop. It's pay-per-view, so you have to pay for it, but... It's all good. There's a lot of really good fights on the prelims. We have Stefan Struve versus Tai Tuivasa. Kind of weird. Um, um, th- that's just weird. They're, I, they are just, just two kind of big doofy big guys. Doofy guys. Um, but it should, but nice doofy. Yeah. I guess doofy is usually a nice person. Um, Nathaniel Wood is also on the card, and this is very big of me so this is only his third fight in the ufc he's won one he's lost one i am surprisingly rooting for him and i surprisingly like him why surprisingly because one he has a stupid mustache Mm. and two he's english yeah but I like him. So we're rooting for him. Spanish cowboy is on the card who's always super, super fun and another good guy. And smiling Sam Alvey is on the card. So go Sam Alvey. 
talk about a laundry list of good guys. What a laundry list of, but also like, where have they all been? It's been a hot min, but they all were able to get here, like get here to fight Island. I guess. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, next on the top five stories of the week, we have UFC 254 main card, which starts at 2 p.m. Thank you, little baby Jesus. <laughs> this is the best. We'll run down. Uh, we'll run down some of the better fights of the card. Uh, you remember Magomed Ankalaev versus Ian Kutalaba. So uh, they fought previously. We talked about it on the podcast. They had this weird beef going into it to begin with, and then there was this weird ending. So like you didn't get any uh, conclusion to the first fight because uh, Ankalaev got rocked, right? Mm-hmm. And then he did the drunken kung fu master strategy where he was like wobbly on his legs trying to lure his opponent in so that he could capitalize on when uh capitalize on you know him running in and rushing and uh the ref kind of broke it broke it up rightfully yeah i mean it's just weird (laughs) it's just a weird strategy to do in a professional sport (laughs) so that rematch is happening so we'll see what weird shit happens this time all right, I'm going to take these next two. Um, Alexander Volkov is fighting Walt Harris. Should be a really good fight. Walt Harris, we've spoken about. And if you have heard of anyone for any reason, like any fighter, just on the regular news, it was probably Walt Harris. Because in last October, his 19-year-old stepdaughter went missing. And then they found her body um, in December. And it was just like a terribly sad story, of course. And... The whole, like, fight world was supporting him. And then he came back um, to fight in May against Alistair Overeem. And he lost. But, like, Alistair Overeem is, like, ultimate nice guy. So, like, everyone was rooting for Walt Harris. But Alistair Overeem, like, had to beat him. Like, that's what you do. And so I really hope Walt Harris wins. He just... He just needs a win. I want him to have a win. Mm-hmm. Um, also on the card, like, this is crazy. Robert Whitaker versus Jarrett Cannonier. So, so interesting. Do you, who are you rooting for in that? Just a- I got a root for your mom's, like, favorite fighter. I now. know. Dang it. Bobby no. Whitaker's. <laughs> the Bobster. <laughs> What's his nickname? The Undertaker? I think so, yeah. Ugh, so gross. All right, well. The Grim Reaper. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why I'm not rooting for him. I'm rooting for Jared Cannonier. This guy is interesting. (laughs) I can't believe you're into this shit. He's so interesting. Oh my gosh. He like makes you believe this crazy shit. And he goes on these like long spiels that sounds like I'm on right now that don't go anywhere. But he's so eloquent and soft spoken, but like powerful that I just, he could sell me anything and I would buy it. <coughs> but his most recent sell is, <laughs> is that he's become a crystals guy. Um, so it, after his last fight, he was holding something. In I the, need some crystals. I know, you need some fucking crystals. <laughs> it would help you. He was holding something and the interviewer, I forget who, asked like what he was holding and what, <laughs> what it was all about. So this is what Cannoneer responded. This is a piece of pyrite, and it has all types of, I think it has metaphysical properties. And some of the properties that I like to draw from it are the negation of bad energy. 
negative energy. Get yourself some pyrite, man. I wear it. I walk with it. I've been getting into a lot of energy work. Working with stones of the earth. Just expanding my horizons. Aren't you sold? Just when I started talking about pyrite, your negative coughing energy left, didn't it? We need to get some pyrite. We're fucking getting some and we're hanging it in our closet. What's your favorite rock? Uh, Dwayne Johnson? <laughs> Is that even his name? <laughs> Is it? Darren Johnston? <laughs> um, we gotta round out the top five. These guys gotta get their own uh, story right here. Khabib versus Justin. It's happening. Guys, you know we've talked about Khabib at nauseum on this podcast. He's undefeated still. One of the greatest all-time fighters in mixed martial arts and uh, bear wrestler. <laughs> and uh, Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje is a super savage madman fighter who came over to the UFC after being the champion of World Series of Fighting forever. Had his first two losses in the UFC against Dustin Poirier and, um, who's your boy? Eddie Alvarez. But then, since having those two, those first two losses on his record, went back to the lab, tightened everything up, and is, uh, way better and way more clinical. And he pieced apart Tony Ferguson. You remember we talked about that when Khabib and Tony got canceled again. Uh, and Justin kind of fucked the Khabib Tony thing. Yeah. <laughs> And this is the result of that fucking... And this is the result. This Saturday. So exciting. I'm, I need Justin Gaethje to win. Why? Because I want him to win. He's such a good guy. I don't... Just, Habib, I used to think he was a good guy, and now I don't think he's a good guy, and I feel bad that his father has passed away since, but... Because of COVID, which is crazy, and now it's his first fight. After. I know, but I still want Justin to win. Okay. Do you have a preference? I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you. I got to root for Justin just because we've been fans of his for a long time. World Series of Fighting is this old organization that uh, eventually turned into the PFL Professional Fighters League that happens from time to time. <laughs> it's literally been canceled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they used to have a new year's eve event that we went to we saw the pfl but world series of that tradition started with world series of fighting and that's the first time i ever saw justin gaethje was him fighting at like two o'clock on new year's eve <laughs> in the afternoon cool. um so since then i've been a fan and i'm excited to see him fight for a championship this saturday afternoon, afternoon. saturday afternoon <laughs> this episode was brought to you by mary our newest listener thanks for listening stressful and scary year for everyone. I've been trying to plan a wedding with a lot of ups and downs and twists and turns. The only thing getting my beautiful fiance and I through this is knowing we'll be able to serve Bud Light Platinum Seltzer at our wedding. When you want to feel classy, enjoy a Bud Light Platinum Seltzer.